0: This podcast is sponsored by BT because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times afternoon briefing on Thursday, the 3rd of March. Large explosions have hit the Ukrainian capital as a port in the south has become the first city to fall to Russian forces during the week long invasion. Kherson's mayor says the city's council building is now occupied by Russian troops who have imposed a curfew on residents but British intelligence says the military situation there is unclear. Ukraine MP Andrei Asodchuk is in the capital Kyiv. He's told Times Radio the resistance is strong and is confident the city will not fall. Kyiv now is, a, is a full of fortification, uh, so we have a barricade all around the city and still we have uh, thousands and thousands, I think dozens of thousands of people with, with the weapons. Uh, the, the officials uh, give away uh, thousands of uh, Kalashnikov uh, to regular citizens, plus mm. we have a lot of army inside of the city, so it's impossible to take you, believe me. Another southern city, Mariupol, has also come under heavy Russian shelling and dozens of people are feared to have been killed or wounded. Kharkiv has faced constant shelling over the past few days. Maria Avdiva is the research director of the European Expert Association and is still in Kharkiv while her family has fled inland. She's told us what she's seen. Yesterday I had the possibility to go out uh, in the city centre and see the destruction made by the Russian uh, uh, bombardments and the, the uh, historical buildings are destroyed uh, And also uh, they continue to uh, target and to hit residential areas. The UN says the number of people fleeing Ukraine into neighbouring countries has now passed one million. Christine piro is from the UN Refugee Agency. Out of the the million people, three quarters are women and children. So you can imagine, you know, they're just taking the bare necessities with them, uh, small suitcases, There's also elderly amongst them. They're fleeing towards the border. We're seeing more than half fleeing towards um, seeking safety towards Poland. Uh, Others uh, are leaving towards Moldova. There's long queues waiting to enter the country there. The Foreign Secretary is in Lithuania meeting with ministers from there as well as Latvia and Estonia... Liz Trost has repeated her commitment to protecting the Baltic states in NATO and says she's determined that Mr Putin will fail in his bid to take over Ukraine. The International Paralympic Committee has announced that athletes from Russia and Belarus will not be allowed to compete in the Beijing Games. Several countries had criticised the decision to allow athletes to take part under a neutral flag, but that has now been reconsidered ahead of the Games getting underway tomorrow. President of the Games, Andrew Parson, says he believes politics and sport should not mix. However, it is clear that maybe now, due to the current situation, that is no longer possible. The war has now come to these games and behind the scenes, many governments are having an influence on our cherished event. For more on the crisis in Ukraine, listen to The Times' daily world briefing podcast wherever you get your podcasts.